Welcome to this week's episode of the Explore More podcast with Ralph Plaskett. I'm your host. That's me. Yes, that is me who you're hearing right now, Ralph Plaskett. And I'm super excited to be able to share with you today this week's episode. So what is this podcast about? Explore More podcast is about exploring the transformational human experiences that lay the groundwork for self-actualizations and the actions that get us there. So, so what does that mean? That means that we explore everything that we possibly can in order for you, our listeners, to be able to reach the highest potential, your highest personal potential. Can't wait to be able to share with you. Let's dig right in. Well, welcome to October and for me, welcome to fall allergies. So if I sound a little funky, that's the reason why. Hey, listen, I want to be able to talk about complexity. You know, we don't give enough credence to complexity and our ability to embrace it, right? So that's what this week's episode is really about. The six must-know strategies on embracing complexity. Complexity, complexity is not something that we tend to embrace, right? We, in fact, we shy away from it, right? As we grew up, we learn and we try to simplify everything that we possibly can. Uh, so we look in terms of black and white um, and not have an appreciation for the gray that's in between. So this type of thinking causes us to have a very narrowed view. In fact, there's a thinking, there's a term for this type of thinking. It's called either or thinking. See, in either or thinking, we are constrained with either or, right? It's either this or it's that. It, it, it either is or it isn't. It's either black or it's white. Um, yet that has its place and, and it's very functional in certain areas. But as we look at the human dynamic and the human experience and the fullness as it is to engage in this world, either or thinking has its limitations. Uh, it's, it is too restrictive to deal with all the complexities that we have to hold um, as human beings and especially as change agents um, here in the world to help embrace the transformation and the evolution and the development of individuals Either or thinking is too constrained. So if either or thinking is too constrained, um, then what is more embracing? So before we even go there, let me give you an example of what I mean by either or thinking, right? So the question becomes, which one is more important, right? That's an either or question. Which one is more important, inhaling or exhaling? Now, as, as much as you want to be able to figure out which one is more important, I don't care how you slice it, you know, they are both, both critically important for your survival. For the function of breathing, you need both inhaling and exhaling. See, with one or the other, the result is that you don't have the opportunity nor the time to think about the question because you would have a limited capacity uh, to be able to um, either inhale or exhale and not do one or the other. 
See, I, and that's exactly what I mean by either or thinking. It limits our ability to embrace uh, polarities, right? So an, an, an inhale and an exhale is a polarity. So the options that we have available to us then is both and, right? So if we're going to look at polarities, right? The polarity of either or is both and. And in just in that example alone, we recognize that we need both either or and both and in order to function as openly and embracively as we can in this thing we call Earth, right? In this human experience. So in both and thinking, it opens up, it's more inclusive, it's more inquisitive, it gives us the ability for further options, options that are not available to us in either or thinking. There was a term that, uh, that the U.S. Army War College came up with, um, called uh, an acronym really, called VUCA, right? Volatility, uncertainty, uh, complexity, and ambiguity. And this was a means in, in the late 1980s to describe the world that is coming and emerging. Right? And certainly here in the uh, 2020s, right? we're almost there. Certainly now in the 2020s, we have fully embraced such an environment where we have disruptions of technology that's, that's doing such an, uh, a, a, a number on the world. And in that, we have to be able to embrace or have an appreciation to now embrace complexity like we've never done before in our human history. You see, when, when we were growing up, we, we learned how to simplify things, either or thinking. But because we did that, that didn't cause the complexity to go away. Here's an example. As an adult, as an as a adult male, you have a spouse, you have children, you are a father, you are a role model, you are um, a husband, you are, and these are examples of myself, right? You are a professional, you are a change agent, you are a coach, you are an educator. I hold many of these roles, right? But So I can't simplify myself to be this one thing. Yet when we were taught, taught, excuse me, to simplify ourselves into be one thing, to be determined as one thing, when we ourselves are able to hold more complexity than we often even realize. And in holding that complexity, we can now embrace the fullness of who we are. In holding that complexity, we can embrace a more open and inclusive understanding and perspective of the world around us and how we relate to this world around us. See, with both and thinking, as well as either or thinking, we have more perspectives that we can hold. And in doing so, it becomes a challenge, right? So now we're moving from a simple uh, view of the world to a more embracing, more complex view of the world and our relation of ourselves and our relations of ourselves to the world. So when we're in this space, we need to be able to learn how to deal with it. This requires a more mature thinking, a mature process to be able to hold polarities. Again, inhale, exhale. So there are six strategies I want to be able to share with you right now 
on being able to hold these complexities. The first one is surrender the need for control. Surrender the need for control. See, with either or thinking in black and white, uh, we have a clear understanding of the options before us and therefore we have an ability to control. But when you have both and thinking, when you're able to embrace the complexity, that's when you don't have so much of a clear understanding of all the options because the options are infinite. Um, and therefore we have to surrender the need for control. Which brings me to what we need to come to understand is there are temporary truths. Temporary truths. Meaning that in the moment, this thing, and a moment may be any period of time, but in the moment, this thing may be true. In the next moment, it may have altered and shifted, and what was true no longer is, but is the, the truth now, in the present, is the truth that we hold. You see, this thought embraces development and evolution, right? So to say that there is only one truth and forever consistent means that there is no growth and development in our understanding. You see, when we are able to embrace temporary truth, that means that we understand and we have an appreciation for our growth and development and evolution, knowing that we will change over time. Next is that we have to embrace diversity. Now, certainly diversity, when that term comes up, is usually uh, around racial diversity, and that is also true. We need to embrace diversity. But what I'm also talk talking about is every level of diversity. I'm also talking about diversity of thought, diversity of being, diversity of options. When we are embracing complexity, then we therefore we also have to embrace all of the perspectives, all of the options that come with it. You may have heard the phrase, a common phrase, there are more than one way to skin a cat. Now, I'm, I'm not sure of all of the ways that you can skin a cat, but certainly this is a description of the multiple options that there are, the multiple roads that you can take in order to get to the same end result. Trade assurance for flexibility. Trade assurance for flexibility. Again, in, when, when you have more than just two options, either or, um, you have multiple options, and in those multiple options, there's less assurance that would come to you. But in order to embrace and hold complexity, we need to have a counter to the lack of assurance. And the counter to that, right, or the polarity of that is flexibility. That giving us the necessary amount of flexibility that we need in that particular situation in that particular organization, if we're talking about in a business organizational context, um, or personally, personal flexibility to move around in the, in the situation, in the circumstances, in an environment to embrace all of the options that are available um, and figuring out which option is best in the, in the moment that you need to make the decision. Which brings us to a thought of systems thinking, embracing systems thinking. 
So in the past, when we and, and this is quite um, uh, this is quite noticeable in technology. In the past, when we were able to look within our small confines of our our system or our organization or, or our being or how we related in that in that world, um, when we were only looking at a small piece of the pie, what systems thinking says. No longer can you look at just how the small piece of the pie, but you need to look at the larger part of the entire pie and how this small piece affects the overall. One of the better examples that I have of this is in a traditional school system, um, in the United States at least. Traditional school system in the United States has these subjects and each of those subjects are taught specific within that subject, within a silo, and there is no integration across the whole. What this means is that if I'm teaching mathematics, if I'm teaching some level of science, or if I'm teaching some level of art or history, um, I'm almost teaching within those silos. But what if we can then take this, this mathematical thing that we are talking about or we're teaching and we can embrace it across history, across the science subject, and across any other element within the educational um, construct, right? So we're taking, because that is the reality of the world we live in, yet um, in it, at, as we embraced either or thinking, we simplified and not challenge the human element, right, of the fullness of the complexity. Right, so when we're able to integrate across the system, therefore we're able to embrace the system's thinking, embrace the whole in order to get a better result and a better understanding and appreciation for how this small part affects the greater big, the greater whole, excuse me. And I think the most powerful and the sixth um, strategy is look as versus looking at. Look as versus looking at. See, when we look as, we are walking and we're putting our feet into the shoes of the other person or the other entity. And we are taking on empathy and having an understanding and an appreciation and a perspective from their vantage point. When we look at, we are, we're looking as if we're looking through a microscope and we are observing from afar and, we, and in doing so, we're providing and passing judgments. And when providing and passing judgments, we have no appreciation for looking as the individual, as the organization, as the entity, um, and being able to have an appreciation for uh, understanding and empathy of what they are going through, what is happening. See, when we're able to look as instead of looking at that opens up our ability to handle and appreciate the complexity that's going on instead of looking at from a judgment perspective as well as only a single vantage point of our own. So when we're able to truly put our, our um, feet into the shoes of others and have an understanding and appreciation for what they're going through, not only does it give us empathy but it also opens up our perspective. It gives us more inclusiveness and inclusion, and it allows us to ask more questions. And in doing so, learning more. So, so these are the six strategies for embracing and dealing with complexity. Uh, the latter being one of the more important ones, I believe, that you can 
embrace and hold. If you it. haven't subscribed already, I would truly appreciate it if you do subscribe right now. Stop what you're doing, go ahead and go on your phone and hit the subscribe button. This is very important for me. One, it lets me know that you're listening and you're finding this thing valuable. Two, it lets other people know about this podcast. We would never be able to get out there into the community if it wasn't for your help so that we can impact more lives. Truly, that's the end goal, and we can't do that without your help. Second, 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 number two. If you haven't already visited ralphplanskit.com, go ahead and visit ralphplanskit.com. Sign up for our newsletter. We would love to be able to share some free resources with you. In fact, we have a transformational human canvas. What is that? Well, yeah, I can't really explain it to you over the podcast, but I definitely can show it to you on ralphplanskett.com. So go over there on ralphplanskett.com, P-L-A-S-K-E-T-T, and you will be able to download your free copy of the Human Transformation Canvas that will help you uh, facilitate transformational events in the lives of your clients.